have to mark this episode as explicit. Arousal by tears or sobbing? Yes. Hey guys, that would have been outside the door. Didn't happen. <laughs> I puked in my purse on the Uber ride back to the Airbnb. All in all, it was a great night on Bourbon Street. You've never called your boobs a rat. No! I find that hard. That's iconic. It's iconic. It's Queens of the Ring. Hi. Hey, guys. Well, we're finally back. <laughs> there wasn't a lot going on last week. And then this week became a shit show. I don't know. I think part of it's kind of... I think there's a method to all of this. I really do. I know you don't think so, but I do. Or it's just a glorified title with no TV time and no actual control over anything. Okay, we're talking about two different things, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was talking about Bischoff and Heyman. Oh, no, I was talking about Seth. Oh. He's a dumbass. Yeah, that's where we're going to have a disagreement. But anyway. He's a dumbass. <laughs> Total. So dumbass. last night was Spider Fest. <sighs> I was underwhelmed. <sighs> I was really underwhelmed. It was. It was all right, girl. It was bad. <laughs> there were parts that were bad. Yes. Overall, it was bad. See, I enjoyed it. The parts that I, I mean, the parts that I enjoyed, I enjoyed a lot. But the parts that I hated, I hated a lot. Which were what? Oh, let's just start from the beginning, shall we? Sure. Let's start. I actually liked the uh, six-man tag at the beginning. It was really good. I don't think I saw that. That was in the, the buy-in or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, I was late to the buy-in. It was she was. It was SCU versus best friends versus private party. Oh yeah, and I won. She won that one, and it was really good. It was a really good match. I had nothing to complain about. Nothing at all. That's that's saying something, folks. I know. I thought it was really good. Private party looked good. Best friends won, which I was like, that was the only like, eh. I I don't see where you're going with this, but okay. Well, my theory was, and looking back on my predictions that I made for the whole show, I was I was not thinking on a couple of them. I should have been thinking better about the future, or I wouldn't have picked who I picked. But this one I picked because I was like, they're not going to give it to SCU because, you know, they're already, like, established or whatever. And this was, like, the first showing for, what, what are they called? Uh, private, private Party. Private Party. It's kind of like the first, like, showing for them. I feel like people, even though they've been around a while, I didn't know who they were. But I know who Best Friends is, so I felt like that was the best choice for who would win that one. That one made sense. A couple of my other choices later on did not make sense, but that one made sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, it was a good match. I don't have, I mean, there's nothing really to complain about. Then uh, there's something I can complain about, um, which, and I love Allie to Pieces. Don't get me wrong. I love her so much. (laughs) But that librarian bullshit. That's so stupid. Like, that poor girl. Allie was trying to have a match and they kept going, shh. I'm like, 
what's the point? Like, I don't understand the backstory, apparently. And I like Peter Avalon. That's the shitty thing. What's the backstory, though? I don't understand. The story on being the elite is they were trying to find a librarian, and they had all of these fans put out videos to do it. Like, there was Why a librarian, though? It's just, they're like, it's a gimmick. And uh, they had like this search and all these fans were putting out videos and it was actually really entertaining. And then they, instead of choosing from the videos, they chose people they knew. Hmm. Hmm. Which, Which... Okay. I mean, Leva did put out a video, but it, it wasn't great. But anyway, anyway, Cody picked Leva and he promised her, he said, yeah, you're going to be the only librarian. And then the Young Bucks chose Peter Avalon, which makes sense. Peter Avalon's actually really good. So that, uh, that part I was excited for. And then they did the whole Leva thing. And I was like, what? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm like, hey, maybe it's going to be like a intergender match, like to decide the librarian at double or nothing one. No, no, it, it was not. Uh, so there's two. And they're librarian doing- of what? I still don't. Where know. are the books? Where uh, is the library? Peter had a book last night. Are we having a reading challenge? I don't understand what's happening. If that was the case, they should have ch- chose Ariel Italic because that's a drag queen, and that would have made sense. But no, no, of course not. We're just gonna sit here and shush each other, which makes zero sense to me. Who? This is the first time I've had to say this to AEW. Who's booking this shit? <laughs> I mean, it is better than the WWE because there's at least something there. But I don't know. That's kind of annoying, though. Oh, it's fucking annoying, you know. But uh, it was distracting. It was very distracting. So, I don't know. Like, part of me is like, are they going to, like, fuck? Are they going to kill each other? Go away, perhaps? What? What's happening? So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of over it. I want them to have a producer, Peter Avalon, instead. Because that's a fucking swarmy, like slimy ass heel that you just love to hate kind of like mjf and no they're using him as a fucking librarian so you know what that that makes zero sense to me and poor Allie, she tried she was trying but like the thing that got me is like Allie would do something and then leva would counter and they go Shh, no no stupid no. stupid oh so stupid like it was so stupid but Allie did good with what she was given so i could give it that bless her honestly though I, i'm gonna preface with this i hate leva bates so <laughs> i do i i've hated her i hated her when she was blue pants i hated her on the indies i hate her in AEW. like she i think she tries too hard like she tries to be one of those look at me i cosplay i'm one of the guys hmm. like, you don't see her hanging out with girls often. You just see her like, I'm one of the guys. It's like. I do better with guys than girls usually. But you're not trying too hard. Well, no. No, she's like really trying. 
<laughs> and it it's just not working for me. Well, I just think the whole thing's stupid. Yeah. So I say fire Leva and uh, have have produ- the library. Have producer Peter Avalon team with MJF because that would be badass. I got I got an opinion about MJF when we get to that in a minute. He's such a little fucker. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got an opinion though. Uh, this is the second in my list of top five. This would be number two on worst things of the night. Uh, not Michael Nakazawa versus Jabaley, who's not a wrestler, not even an athlete. He's a video game athlete, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's and- a mental athlete. I mean, I after the fact, I kind – this is why I put it as number two. Because after the fact, when they explained it at, like, the presser afterwards, I was like, oh, I, I get it. Like, I get it now. Like, it made sense. And what they were saying is, like, it was kind of a knock on the WWE, how nepotism happens all the time. So I kind of get it. Like, you could pay your way into a, into a match, basically. I.e. Shane McMahon is the best in the world. So I get it. I, I get it when they explained that. I was like, oh, that's that's what you were going for. But here's like, the thing, though. Here's, what I, here's After hearing that, I was like, why didn't we explain that before the match? Or why wasn't it better explained in the storytelling before the match? Like, during the match. You know what I mean? Like, well, and I could give him this. Jabaley was, like, not on it being the elite. He was not, like, literally, it was like, oh, here's what he did. Poof. Like, so, yeah. Like, I, I'm not, ex- I, that match, I was just, like, I don't get it. And they said also, like, they wanted to have that more comedy segment because next, well, in two weeks or three weeks or however long it is, is Fight for the Fallen and there will be zero comedy because it's a charity event. Right. So I get, like, they want to camp it up because, like, it, in essence, the event is a parody. Like, it's a parody. Right. Which, by the way, Kenny Omega, if we're parodying documentaries for these B-shows, can we do Grey Gardens? Because Kenny Omega as little Edie will... Okay, that's not going to happen, girl. ...make my life. Uh, Rain that back. That's hey, not going to happen. It'll make my life. Do, well, can you imagine him just... Life not made. With, like, a magnifying glass? Is this pate for the cats? And I'll be like, oh, look at him. Anyway. Well, then he's ripping off a jinx because Lily never said that. Well, no. Little Edie did say that. Is this chicken or pate for the cats? Yes. I've watched Grey Gardens multiple times. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, my God. They could have it a dilapidated house. Anyway. Oh, Lord. So, that match. I mean, there were parts of it where I did kind of giggle. I was like, oh, that that's kind of funny. Like, ha, ha, ha. Not like a real laugh, but like a... I see what you're going for. Yeah. Um, but it's not my number one worst thing of this whole thing. Okay. Go ahead. 
go no we're gonna talk about that later but go ahead what is your opinion on by the way we both got this right because i pulled the uh executive decision-making card and we both chose michael nakazawa who who is an actual wrestler there you go that makes sense i was like yeah (laughs) executive decision we're both choosing michael nakazawa on this one (laughs) uh yeah so we tied on this match go ahead what was the next match i can't even remember no i was i thought you had something to say about this no, I was going to say about MJF oh. when we get to that point. Mm. So the next match was Christopher Daniels versus Shima. And we both got this wrong. Yeah, but you know what, thinking back on it, yeah. I should have gotten it right because Shima has the match at Fight for the Fallen. should have thought about and that. And not only that, but Stronghearts lost at the War Nothing. So. Mm. Mm. And the sad part is this was the one I was going back and forth on. Because <laughs> I was like, maybe. Uh, uh. Now, if I had thought about it, I would have switched. Yeah, I but. thought about it. And then let me tell you, I originally put Shima. And then I was like, no, no, they, they want to build. Because here's my theory was SCU was going to win. Right. First match and all three members would win. leading scu into the tag tournament but um guess not uh anyway uh it was a good match i liked it Hmm? i have nothing i mean it's it it was a a usual christopher daniels match which is solid but nothing exciting yeah but i mean the guy's been in the industry for as long as he is which, by the way, the way he was walking down with that cane to the ring, I was like, you look like a sleazeball. He is a sleazeball, I'm telling you. I've, I, ha- I go back and forth on this so much, but I've come to the conclusion that he puts on this like real like nice guy persona on being the elite, but really he is a sleazeball. He is. Yeah. He's nasty. And Frankie Kazarian, he can't even hide that he's a sleazeball. He's, yeah, he's, he, is, he is definitely. They both are. But Scorpio Sky, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Good guy, from what I've heard. Super nice guy. So, hey. I mean, I, I just... One out of three is not bad. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll have a positive effect on the <laughs> other two. <laughs> I maybe. doubt it. They're too old and set in their ways and hide in corners and shadows and try to buy your... Love. You know, attention. No, attention. Money. They they try to win over your money like fucking gigolos in the corner. Like it's Yeah. I will never I will never unsee that. Never. Like that oh. is burned in my brain is who they are and I will never think anything different. And uh playing devil's advocate for that though. Uh they are carnies at heart. So well. <laughs> that's literally the the most redeeming thing i could say about that anyway um yeah most redeeming thing next match was the women's match which i enjoyed it was pretty good i enjoyed they made, it they made nyla look really strong which which they hadn't of that would have been stupid i actually put on twitter i was like nyla rose over nia Jax is a better bully she's a better well, bully. yeah definitely and uh, and uh, Riho was made to look like a freaking star. Mm-hmm. Like literally, 
she came out in her gear and it was like white and shimmery and beautiful. And I was like, I want that. And then she took it off and it's like a pink tutu. And I'm like, I want that too. <laughs> Can I just be Riho? Like, just be like that small and adorable. I did. I did think that all of them looked good. Like nobody they looked, all looked like, amazing. Yeah. Like it, it didn't make them, they were supposed to look weak in comparison to her, but they didn't look, look bad. Yeah. And not only that, but Nyla's uh, skull, the neon skull mask, mm. that was badass. I enjoyed. And um, we saw maybe a glimpse of a Riho uh, heel turn. That's true. She, she was not happy. Yeah. Yuka saved her and she pushed her down. I'm like, that right there, storytelling, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a push. It was it was literally a push. <laughs> uh, next match is my number one most hated fucking thing on this whole pay per view. Cody versus Darby Allen. Did we skip MJF? No, that's next. Oh, okay, it was them, then MJF, then all right, no, it's the other way. Whatever, we'll we'll get to it because I have opinions about that too. But I think, yeah. Let's do the two bad together, and then we'll do the two good together, and then that'll... Darby's an idiot. That's my first thing. How dare you? <laughs> Cody is an idiot for not putting... They're both up. idiots. They're both idiots. That match, terribly booked. <laughs> it was awful. Terribly. Like, you have Darby jumping off there and landing, doing a Kota Bushi on the side of the apron and then you have cody not putting his hands up whether it was supposed to be a gimmick terror or not he's not putting his hands up on cover his head can i just say though i popped it was i didn't i thought i was like mr peyton roy snaps for you oh him yes yeah him i was like you know what you just salvage this match yes but that to me was just like, I don't, I assume it was meant to happen that way. Let me tell you, Nick pissed me off because they were talking to Nick and Matt right after it, like back, mm-hmm. backstage or whatever. And they were like, oh, blah, blah. He was like, was it, was it, um, was it unprotected? That, uh, that's, what did he say? Was it unprotected? Like, um, like that's the question or something like that. Like trying to make, trying to make it sound like that he was protecting himself. Oh, no, his head was bleeding not, open. No, that's not what. But if you heard him afterwards, he said it was a gimmick chair that botched. It's a botched gimmick chair, which, by the way, guys, right after it happened, I said either he did not put his hands up or it was a botched gimmick chair. Guess what? He still I, didn't put his hands up either way. He did not. You put gimmick chairs, people put their hands up. Yeah, well. My thing is. And I got in a fight with a lot of people over this. You guys want extreme. And you're, this is what pisses me off is all these fangirls are out here going, I love death matches. I love them so much. I watched John Moxley since day one. Oh my God. I have. And I'm like, really? Really? Huh. Really? And then they'll, they'll watch the chair shot and they're like, oh my God, that's the most gruesome thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, I don't think it's the most gruesome hold, thing I've ever hold seen. Hold on. Hold on. Let's. 
well, while you're drinking. I don't think it's the most gruesome thing I've ever seen, but I think it's one of the stupidest things I've seen in a while. Yeah. I'm just saying for all the little bitches out there who are like, oh, I'm, I love John Moxley. And then like that shit happens or like during the match, they're like, this is horrific. I'm like, this is tame. What the fuck? It's like, I hope they bust out the light tubes and fucking put it under their nails. Are you I'm jumping hoping- forward here? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, well, that's a tease. It's a little tease there. Um, but anyway, uh, Darby Allen did absolutely nothing during this match. Except jump backwards and land on his back and his neck on the side of the ring. I didn't. This is, this is what I'm. It was just stupid. What? Uh, honestly, I said this on Twitter last night, too. Is this just a match for Cody to go out and prove that he's better than this young kid? Here's my, here's my thing, okay? Cody comes into this as a heel, right? No. He was, so he was a face. He was the face. He was the face. But, like, the He fa- acted like the heel. The funny thing is, like, the, he didn't, I don't think he realized how much the fans were going to be behind Darby until after his, like, being the elite fight for the, or not fight for the fall and road to fighter fest promo aired and then he realized like oh shit like people like him so i gotta be the heel now and then like it just turned into this where it's like well, and then you have cody says he doesn't believe he doesn't have yeah. like a, a line between heels and faces but i felt like he was coming across as the heel regardless which is funny because in the thing he's like he's like this, it's going to be you know, wrestling versus what Darby does. And I mean, and here's the thing, Darby, very fucking good. Like, like this is the guy John Moxley chose for his first match yeah, back on the Indies and then said, this kid is Jeff Hardy, like the new version of Jeff Hardy. He said he had a little bit of Jeff Hardy in him. Okay. Well, tomato fucking tomorrow. Anyway, that's no, different, but okay. I mean, he is like Jeff Hardy. If you watch an actual, well, yeah, he flipped backwards. And- ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if you watch an actual Darby Allen match, you would see that. What I saw last night was just Darby running around, jumping off shit, and Cody going, "Ha ha, asshole, I moved." Yeah, stupidity. I'm like, like, okay. And the funny thing is, like, people who don't know what Darby is capable of, and I no, think-, they think he's an idiot. Well, not only that, I've heard them saying, that was a good match. I'm like, what what were you watching? I haven't seen him in a match ever, and I didn't think that (laughs) was stupid. Oh, and here's the thing. It's like, do I just follow fucking very positive people who are just like, that was great. I'm like, no. Well, Well, to be fair, even though I agree with you, it was stupid. You are a little bit on the negativity side. I, but am i honest yes you're honest but sometimes you're you're very you're honest but sometimes you're negative honest like your thoughts are negative but those are your thoughts because they're honest guys they are honest honesty is the best policy even if somebody's feelings are hurt that's true story i ain't gonna bullshit you nope you're not nope just saying. Anyway, um, but yeah, Sean Spears saved the match from making right. it a total shit garbage fire. 
and then turns Cody into, if he was the heel, turn him into the face because he yeah. bashed him in the head. And did you see what he put on Twitter afterwards? Yeah. I'm like, oh, Mr. Peyton Royce, I love you. Oh, gosh. And to think, a few months ago, you hated him for that rape joke. <laughs> well, I I hate him personally, but I like his character. It sucks. <laughs> That's a shitty line. Come on, that rape joke was bad, though. It was really bad. It was really bad. See, personally, I don't support him. Like, I'm not going to go out and buy a fucking Sean Spears shirt. But, like, I can appreciate what he did because, you know what? That match was terrible. And he <laughs> salvaged the terrible match. So, you know, it snaps for you. By causing controversy, which is good. And, but I just, I don't understand why he didn't put his fucking hands up. That's just stupid. It's just stupid. And and then you got Darby Allen laying outside dead. And everybody's like, oh my god, Cody's gonna die. I'm like, do you guys want a little secret? He was highly selling that. Like, yeah, it hurt. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, like, it didn't hurt. But, like, the whole fact where he's like, oh, I can't get up. I'm like, bitch, you are selling hard there. I think he felt like he didn't have a choice at that point. He was like, I got to make this. <laughs> and you know what? The best part is almost everybody bought it. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who didn't buy it. I'm like, oh. yeah, look at him sell. Look at him. Well, he, he walked out. So clearly he yeah. wasn't that bad. But like MJF and everybody's like, everybody pray for Cody. I'm like, can we talk about that for a second, though? I thought yeah, sending MJF out there was stupid. That's where we're going to. And he actually ran over. Oh, for that part. I thought you meant for the match part. But yeah, it no. was stupid. But it it was stupid, but it fit with the storyline. Because the storyline is, he's like, I'm Kenny. Or, not Kenny. I'm Cody's best friend. I'm Cody's best friend. But, like, he tried to kill Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And he, Brandy's like, I'm on to you, motherfucker. And he's like, you know what? You're a dumb bit. And Cody walks in. He's like, you're my best friend, Brandy. So, like, that's that's the gimmick, kind of. But, like, because he's a kiss-ass, is right. basically. But, like, I think they need to explain. I'm, And here's the bad thing is, like, I feel like every show until they have a, the TV deal is going to be like, you have to watch it to get it. Right. Which And that's I, not a good way to get people to draw in if they don't watch it. But you it. know what? I'll tell you right now, those fucking views... Being, well, yeah, okay. they're going to go up, so yeah. I'm going to tell you guys, we have, because we have a YouTube channel for the podcast, we have a thing where it tells us our statistics, like how many people subscribe, views, trends, all that stuff, right? But you can pull up other channels, too. So, like, if I go on Being the Elite, it'll show me, like, how many people have subscribed, how long they're watching. Like, it'll give me that information. Uh, same for like night nightmare families where they do like the road to series, which uh, I highly recommend if you guys don't watch it. It's really good. Um, and I always like you could even just subscribe to me on Twitter because I just literally retweet like every time a new episode's up. So um, but anyway, uh, they're I mean, they've made a jump. There's a jump since double or nothing. So I'm, I'm going to be curious to see this week if there's another jump. Maybe. I'm going to be curious. 
So I'm going to look because Beam Elite's tomorrow, which is Monday. And then I don't know if they're going to do one on 4th of July for Road to Fight for the Fall. They might. So we'll see. We will see. And then from there, we'll see statistically if things change. But there was a massive jump after Double or Nothing. And like their subscribers, their views, their watch time. But yeah, anyway. Um, so anyway, the next match, which I liked. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. I go into this a little prejudiced because I love Jimmy Havoc. Mm-hmm. So um, it was MJF versus Hangman Page versus Jimmy Havoc versus Jungle Boy. And um, can I just say, I did not think that Hangman was going to win. Like, well, get back on it, I think so. This is this was my thought process going into this because this was another one I had to think about. Like the other ones, it was pretty much like, oh, I know who's gonna win that one. Oh, I know who's gonna win that one. So it was like pretty much, yeah. This one I had to think because my thought process was that MJF keeps saying he's gonna take take out Hangman's knee, right? Mm-hmm. So I figured there'd be some shit with them. They'd do something stupid and get each other knocked out and it would turn into jimmy havoc versus jungle boy which at that point i was going back and forth because i'm like i love them both i do jimmy havoc i love a little more but jungle boy is badass plus he's got luchasaurus and it's a boy and his dinosaur so how can you hate that and um oh god i went with my heart and said jimmy fucking havoc why? Because Jimmy fucking Havoc is violence. Um, plus a boy and his dinosaur. I mean, come on. <laughs> but uh, there is a story. If you listen to the press thing afterwards, there is a story for this match. Uh, so they sent MJF out to get the crowd all pissed off and heated. <laughs> and he said some of the best lines that I've heard on a wrestling show in a very long time. Yeah, this is where I had my problem. One of the lines I might use if any pervs slide into the DMs. Um, but anyway, uh, he ran over with his little little segment. And uh, Jungle Boy, when he comes out, he has to hang upside down. Because Luchasaurus is six foot eight. And Jungle mm-hmm. Boy's another five ten. So he's got to hang upside down until he gets out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was hanging there, waiting <laughs> and waiting. And the blood was going to his head. And he had to have Luchasaurus pull him back up so he could sit there until, like, the segment was over so he could flip himself back down. Uh, also, that fun sucks. fact about Luchasaurus, he was supposed to be the fourth member of the White family until he got hurt. And guess who took his place? Braun Strowman. Huh. Another wrestling husband. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon up in here. Interesting. I know. He's actually, let me tell you, ladies, ladies, let me tell you, he is a tattooed man, six foot eight, with a master's degree, and he's a male model on the side. Huh. Also a dinosaur. 
Who knew? Oh my God. The ladies, if you are like me who like tall men covered in tattoos, uh, Luchasaurus might be your man. Oh God. He, you know what? He is very attractive, Jen. <laughs> I'm not seeing him without the mask, so I wouldn't oh, know. I will. Anyway, carry on. I will show you a picture of Luchasaurus without the mask. All right, so here's my thing with MJF, right? Uh-huh. He He's great on the mic, but it's almost to the point of being more of a stand-up comedy situation than being like... I mean, he's a heel, he, yeah, but it's it's more like almost like a stand-up comedy situation. And personally, I feel like he's much better suited with how good he is on the mic as being a manager, personally. I don't think his wrestling is that great, and I think he would make a great manager. Even like a manager for like, since he's obsessed with Cody right now, even like a manager for Cody or something. I just think that's – the that's the direction he needs to be in. Not in the rest. He's just not that great as a wrestler, but he's really good at talking and talking shit. He's really good at that. I just feel like that's more what he needs to do. Cause he's, he's, he's hilarious. Like you said, like he says some real, and he gets heat, but people still, people love to hate him. It's not, they just hate him. So like he's, He's got it, the it factor as far as that goes. It's just the wrestling part I'm not that keen on. No. I like I like the commentary, but this is another thing where I feel like I'm kind of spoiled slash ruined. I've seen I've seen MJF in a singles match on the Indies. Actually in person actually really good but you know where i think his issue is Hmm. i feel like he needs a one-on-one match could be because he's his first appearance he's in a battle royal which he lasted the whole battle royal gotta keep that in mind and this match he it was a fatal four-way could be i feel like he needs and that's something I feel like they should have done this time. Like, instead of putting him in the Fatal 4-Way, which I, I get why. They're trying to showcase as many people, which I, I actually am happy they put. They showcased somewhat Jimmy Havoc and Jungle Boy. Because, honestly, not a lot of people know of Jungle Boy, and he's the kid's been training since he was 12 years old. Um, and he is incredible. Like, Jungle Boy is incredible. But I also feel like Jungle Boy may, should have maybe had a match where it was just him and another person. Like, may, they could have, like, split it up where it was, like, Jungle Boy versus Jimmy Havoc, and then on the other side do Hangman versus MJF, or split it up this way, Hangman versus Jimmy Havoc, and then MJF versus Jungle Boy. I feel like that would have made more sense to me. And you could take the fucking Michael Nakazawa bullshit off the pre-show and drop in that Lucha, or not Lucha, what? I was thinking about the next match. 
one of those matches, probably Jimmy Havoc versus MJF would go there or whatever. I feel like that would have made much more sense. So I I they are booking a lot of not one on one matches. You are right about that. Jen, look at Instagram. Oh, am I gonna see the you're gonna see Soros with no mask. He looked kind of Seth Rollins. But not an asshole. Oh, Lord. We're going to argue about that, too. He's a very nice-looking man. He is. He's very good-looking. He's in very... I like him. Right? I'm like, good on you. Oh, and there's Baron Corbin. Hello. (laughs) Sorry. You sent me a Baron Corbin picture. I had to look at it. Yeah. He went to Ribera's Steakhouse, too, and got a jacket. He got a jacket. By the way, guys, I want one of those jackets so bad. And I want the steak. Anyway. Um, but yeah, um, the match. I mean, I feel like everybody got us a shot. So it wasn't necessarily like, you know, like nothing happened. But I feel like Jimmy Havoc could have done so much more. And Jungle Boy, I feel like he could have had so much more. So that's just me. I liked it though. I feel like they should have. I mean, I get why they didn't, but I feel like it could have been used to push somebody who's not getting a title match versus Chris Jericho in a couple months. So, True. Just saying. It's just my two cents on it. Shit, you could have had MJF win that thing and it people'd be pissed, but you know what? It'd be good. People'd be pissed, but secretly they would like it. I'd Deep pretend down. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm so mad, but I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I mean, and plus, it I give him this. The kid is 23 years old. He just turned 23. It's not like he's been in the business like forever. He's like Shit, he could have gone to college like Mojo Raleigh, but he didn't. My my smart man. And you know what? Mojo Raleigh, the only thing he's missing is being a dinosaur. So he probably saying. dresses up like a dinosaur for his nieces, though. Oh my god, wouldn't it be funny if he had like one of the the uh, hoodies with like the dinosaur horns, uh, like a um onesie? Yeah. Be so cute. I want one that looks like a skeleton. Anyway, I say that. I know. I'm on brand as always. Uh anyway. Um the next match I actually really enjoyed. Miss Nikki's negative. I enjoyed it. it you was. admit that you're negative, so that I don't like I do. <laughs> I do, guys. Anyway, uh the next match was the Elite versus Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. I almost got that backwards. Anyway, uh, I won this one with mm-hmm. the Elite. You did. But it was a really good match. The entrance was stupid, though. I'm sick of goofy, gimmicky Kenny. It's because they're like, we're video game characters. I'm like... I don't care. It's stupid. Go away with that bullshit. Do you see this face? I just made that same face of bring back the cleaner. 
Hashtag Bullet Club. Hashtag Cleaner. Hashtag What the fuck did you do to the three of them? Particularly you know what? Kenny. You know what? You know when this all changed? When? When Cody showed up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I went there. Hmm. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was really good. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, it's just a bunch of spot fest. I didn't think so. I thought it was really good. I don't know. I go back and forth on the books. Some days I like them. Some days I don't like them. I love I don't know. I just, I, I run hot and cold with them. See, I love them, but I'm getting to the point where I want more. Because yeah, it's kind of the same thing a lot. Because, and this is why, because in New Japan, they did so much more. Right. So. Uh, that just goes back to, I want the Bullet Club versions of all three of them back. So, yeah. But, um, Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nikki's dream match is next. The match of the night. The match that stole my heart. The match that was perfection. Mm. Shut up. John Moxley versus Joey Janela. It was good. It got the whole crowd into it, and it had a lot of good moments. Yeah. The and fact- I, was not, I was not one of those girls who was like, ooh, blood, ooh, this. The fact, like, the funny thing was all those girls were like, oh, my God, he's beating Joey with a fucking prosthetic leg. I'm like, yeah, he's beating Joey with a fucking prosthetic leg. What's the problem? <laughs> what, why, what's the issue here? He fucked a chick in a bear costume. I don't know why you think this is, like, not on brand for him. Really? It is on brand. It is. What? What were you expecting, people? He's he's no longer in a gas mask getting a fucking immunization on television. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, man. What the fuck are you expecting, people? They're like, oh, my God. Thumbtacks in a bare foot? I'm like, Yes. Thumbtacks in a That's bear. That's happened in WWE before. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. They're like, oh. But Dean Ambrose. I'm like, Dean Ambrose is dead. The only Dean Ambrose alive is my dog. Dean Ambrose is hung up in a closet in the very back of his house. And the best part is if you go, like, on any tweet that John Moxley puts up, they're like, I want the shield back together. <laughs> and I'm like. No, <laughs> that's not happening. I don't think so. No, not for a long time, anyway. Especially after what was said about him. No, he ain't gonna be walking back there. I don't know. Uh, we'll get to that, but let me tell you, um, not in time soon, anyway. No, no, hell no. But uh. The only thing I would change, and but I understand why they didn't do it, but the only thing I would change is I want more violence. Well, this is the first one. I Give know. Time. But I want more. 
Well, Cody bled out all over the ring. I'm just saying. I didn't necessarily say blood, did I? No. I want straight up violence. What do you want him to do? Hold a knife to his throat? No. Light tubes. Okay, a light, a shattered light tube to his throat? Oh, they just shattered over their back. I like, I understand we're not going to get the spots where it's like a fucking table saw to the forehead. I get that, but like, the man was stabbed with a pencil by Drew McIntyre. I feel like we could go a little bit more. Hmm. Valid point. Yeah. It was good, though. And the best part? Afterwards, he brought the kid a drink. And they sat there and commiserated. See, I don't like that. He, you know, I don't I like this Ambrose happen. making buddies with everybody. You know what I think is going to happen, though? This is what I think is going to happen. I feel like... Because Mox can't, I mean, if he, you're all going to hate me for this, I feel like Mox is not going to have the AEW championship anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. He's not going to be there all the time. So, go with me on this one. What if, because they have this giant-ass tag team tournament, and they need a lot of teams. They got SCU. interesting. They got SCU. They got, I almost said Street Profits, uh, Private Party. Everybody's comparing the two. Uh, but Private Party was there first, so I, I'm... I saw them clear that up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got uh, the Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks, Best Friends. It's not much of a tournament, is it? And I'm assuming cool tag team. Lucha Brother or uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy will be there too. But uh, yeah, wouldn't that be a fun team? It would be. Or go with me on this one. You need a match for uh, your first pay per view after television, right? Havoc. Havoc and Darby versus Janela and Mox. Or you could just Havoc versus Janela versus Mox. Or you could just do Havoc versus Mox and make me die. Well, that was initially what I thought you were going to say. But. Oh, I was just going to throw them all in there and have them kill each other. But hey, that works too. Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, I put any, any of those four in any situation and I'll be okay. Well, back to the point about him helping, like, sitting down with Janelle at the end. The same thing he did in his match in New Japan. Like, it's like, oh, let me pick up my opponent. And, like, I just don't like that. I get it that it's funny, but at the same time, it's kind of like dragging that kid around. Yeah, like, it's what's funny, but at the same time, it's like, that doesn't really fit with, like, my image of who he is. Like, he should just, like, leave that kid laying, like, oh, we're done. Okay, drop him on the floor and just move <laughs> along. Well, but here's the thing is in New Japan, I can defend that, though, because the kid's a young lion. Which means, Young Lions, if you don't know what Young Lions like mean, it's an apprentice wrestler. But the apprentice wrestlers have to do everything the people on the roster say. Right. So I feel like Mox is going to use this to his advantage. I feel it's not going to be one of those like, oh, we're a team now. Oh, Mox is going to be like, listen, kid. Oh, no, I don't think anything's their team I need you to pick me up a 30-pack of beer, a carton of cigarettes, and uh, a 30-pack of beer? 
Yeah. Girl, I got like 30 six of them. 30 packs? Yeah. I got like yeah. six of them at my house right now. I don't drink beer. I don't, I don't drink beer either, but my parents do. Hmm. And my brother. Hmm. Everybody else does. Plus, it's a holiday weekend. That, that shit's going to be gone. Anyway, uh, they do. Anyway, uh, back to what I was saying. I feel like he's going to use this to his advantage. So, for instance, we'll just throw out the name of Nido. Say he's against Nido, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to have that kid show just how good he is by going after Nido for him. And then Mox comes out and he's like, ha bitch. So I feel like he's going to make this kid do his bidding. That makes sense. Yeah. If not, it's just going to be funny watching him drag him around. Are you down on the floor again? <laughs> Why are you on the floor again? <laughs> that was funny. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's not funny. It is funny. But I think in, this is the thing that I love about all of this is, you know, like, this is Mox being who Mox wants to be. Right. Like, nobody's saying, hey, I need you to go over to Janella right now, and I need you to call him a butthead. (laughs) Nobody, nobody's saying that. This is literally like Mox going up to Cody or Tony Khan or whoever in the back and said, hey, I want to do this. And they're like, okay, great, go do it. But... I kind of see the picture of him with Joey Janela as like him as a sign of respect and not so much friendship, but like there's so many comparisons being made between the two of them and the roads are very similar. They're like, there's so many people and this is another shield girl thing. They're like, who the fuck is Joey Janela? Oh my God. And I'm like the, you have to realize Joey Janela is cut from the same cloth as Moxley. Same cloth. They're- but to be, let's be fair, though. Like, me, personally, I would not have known who Joey Janela was without you telling me who it was oh, in the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, this is new territory for a lot of people who have to get used to this kind of stuff. I, I realize they're the people that are the extremists. Like- that's, that's who I'm going after, is the people who are like, I've been watching this the whole time, and I'm like, <laughs> no you haven't <laughs> fuck you haven't who's jimmy havoc then i did know who jimmy havoc was though. you know we've seen jimmy havoc before they have at I the progress that show was. that's great good times very good times anyway oh he's moving to america by the way oh. getting a house in florida oh. yeah, good for him anyway uh yeah i feel like the way I took it was a sign of respect because that kid earned his respect, basically. Plus, he probably realized he's like, oh, shit, this kid isn't just, like, talking out his ass. Like, he really is cut from the same cloth as Mox. I get that, but I just, I don't know. Plus, the best part was Joey flipping him off. <laughs> I, like, it, when I saw the picture, I... I text our friend Whitney and I was like, oh, look, it's drunk uncle and his nephew. <laughs> they look related. They do, actually. They, they look related. Mox, what did you do? <laughs> you had to have been very young. Hmm. It's like one of those things like when Daniel Bryan was like, yeah, I'm Chad Gable's dad. 
He's like, I was a very virile five-year-old. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But, uh, or like, oh, God, Scott Dawson and Arn Anderson. Daddy? That's perfect, though. Yeah. Adam Cole and, and Sean. Adam Cole and Sean. And we all know Sean probably has illegitimate children everywhere. So, it's perfect. God, it's great. Anyway. Um, so after the match, Kenny uh, attacked Fox. Yeah, that was great. It's my favorite part. See, I'm hoping it leads to badass Kenny again. My hopes aren't very high, though. I don't know. I hope so. That was my whole hope. I know. Guys, when this happened, Jen was like, oh, it's going to happen. And I'm like, better happen. I'm just going to sit here and be like, I hope so. I, I'm not going to. Yeah. But anyway, um, for a free pay-per-view was not bad. For free. We didn't pay anything. So. Yeah. It was. It was, it happened. Right, Jen? It did happen. It happened. But I, like I said, I was not that impressed. Yeah. I feel like there are some changes that need to be made. Definitely. I feel like for this being a free one where anybody could watch it, it was the time to really work, work a little bit harder on what you were putting out there and i feel like with the mocks and the janella thing they really put out something people really wanted to see but with some of the other ones i feel like they didn't think on through like what's really gonna make people want to watch this like the librarian shit that's not gonna draw in a bunch of people it's just not it's like putting orange cassidy on television and and then being like oh i want to watch this every week like it's not gonna happen God damn it. We will always disagree on Orange Cassidy. But well, again, to I, the I'm talking about to the person that is not used to the indies. To the, un, and, to the unwashed masses. Right. They're not used to that and they come in and that's what they see. Because like, oh, this is free. Like, I'll try it and see, you know, what, you know, look, Cody and, you know, Mox and all these people and they sit down and then they see this librarian thing and it's kind of like, okay, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't fucking understand what's happening. Like, I just like with it being free, it's almost like a test of like if people were to tune into an actual show and it's just like, I think, honestly, I feel like they missed the mark on a lot of it. I feel like me watching it, not knowing who a lot of these people are, I, a lot of times I was just kind of like, okay, like not really bored, but just, oh, maybe kind of bored bored and just kind of like i don't get it like you know and i feel like i feel like they need to be it need to be more clear like when mjf came out there you knew he was a dick he was a total dick like he ran his mouth and was a total dick and you knew who he was the bad he got out of there the whole time i was laughing it was funny it was hilarious sure. that's why i said stand-up comedy that's what it is but like question he, question can we get an MJF soundboard so, like, when, like, creepy guys slide into our DMs, we could just, like, press a button and it plays, like, here, mom swallows. <laughs> like, no. Play video games? Oh, yeah, I did, too, before I lost my virginity. <laughs> that poor guy is the first AEW man. I know. 
Everybody's like, that poor guy was so, you could tell it got him in the soul. But he, he literally is the first AEW meme. He is. I know. I was down in history with the, with the taker guy from the streak yeah. ending and the little girl, the Miz girl. Miz girl. Yep. Guys, let me just tell you, I was about in tears when they panned to that guy. I was like, yes. I felt bad for him. I text my brother afterwards and I was like, so still play those video games. Oh my God. You know who else plays a lot of video games? AJ Styles. <laughs> oh Lord. Uncle Alan plays too many video games. He's got lots of kids to play that many video games. He does. And you know what's funny, guys? This is totally off topic, but Uncle Alan's daughter looks exactly like him. Like, you cannot say, oh, that's the milkman's baby. Nope. This is clone. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about Sethly Rollins, you Sethery. Fucking prick. Which today I feel even fucking matter about. Like I kinda let it like I was like, you know what, he's a dick. Like fuck him, he's a dick. And then a tweet came out and I kinda was like Today? Yes. Oh. It did. But no, it wasn't from anybody involved in the situation. Oh. And they were, they brought up a very valid point. Um, so let's start by going off on this um, disgusting rant. Oh, um, so last week, after whatever that pay-per-view was, I don't even know what the fuck it was called, um, Seth said it was the best wrestling in the whole world, and to that I said, where? I don't see it. Where, where is this best wrestling in the world? Seth Lee Rollins, you dick. And to that. The man who is not a cat, but I think he is a cat, Will Ospreay, said, I'm alive. He's there, guys. We've all seen Will Ospreay's matches this past year, Jen. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, let me read this word for word. <laughs> Nugget. This little, uh, what this little bitch ass said. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I had to clarify some shit because somebody today was like, oh, you don't like Seth anymore or Bray? Where the fuck have you been, buddy? Can I play? Okay, well, I'll play devil's advocate again. Go ahead. Hold on. Let's, let's read this because, you know, this little, he said, I'm sorry, little guy. We already have a better version of you here, and he just won his first U.S. title tonight. Congratulations, Ricochet. Keep working hard, th though, buddy. Can you say little buddy or something? No, he said buddy. Oh. He called him little guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is hilarious because they're the same height. Which he pointed out. 
Interesting. Fascinating. You're going to get so mad at me when I play the devil's advocate in a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, let me go to Will. You know, Will Ospreay. The man with a mental illness and who's dyslexic. But hey, yeah, go after him, Seth Rollins. Be a star. Oh, my God. Be a fucking star, buddy. Oh, my God. I, mm-hmm. Be a star. Which, by the way, can I just say, Will Ospreay turned this around real quick and he's selling shirts that say little guy on them. And I that was like the next day. They're selling real well from what I heard. Let me go down here. He tweets a lot. We should have had this prompted. But anyway, it really helped him, I guess. So, I mean, that's the one good thing that came out of him. But anyway, yeah, play devil's advocate while I look for this. Okay, so, and I am, is just as disgruntled and upset with the WWE as the next person, but indie wrestlers have taken shots at WWE wrestlers many a time, many times, and of course it's pissed us off and pissed them off, so I feel like taking out the fact that Ambrose and Seth are, are friends or were friends, or I don't know what's going on with them. Taking that out of it, taking pot shots at each other is not something that indie wrestlers are immune to and haven't done toward WWE wrestlers. So, strictly that, like, the back and forth, there's a reason why this is going back and forth. There's a reason why it's being allowed for Seth to say whatever he wants to say. There's a reason why these guys are entertaining this shit. I feel like there's something. There's some sort of underlying something. It's not just, I hate you, I hate you, you, you know, you're talking down to me, you know, you're nothing. I don't feel like that's all there is to it. I feel like there's more to it that we don't know. I feel like there's a lot of underlying shit going on than what we know. And I feel like I, I hate when, like I said, I hate when, you know, when he took this shot at, at Amber, at Moxley, I hate, I thought it was a bitch-ass move, but then you think about it, well, indie wrestlers take shots at WD wrestlers. Like, it goes both ways. Like, we can't be okay with one and not be okay with the other. It just as a general rule. You can't, you can't do that. What specifically says said about it, Ambrose is different because they're friends. And he That's didn't why really I go after a character. He went after him personally and brought up well, if you're not mentally tough enough to do this schedule. But see, I think he, I think personally, in regards to Moxley, I feel like he worded that wrong. If I were Mox and somebody said that about me, I'd jump their ass in a parking lot. I still wonder if. Friend or not. Friend or not. Fuck them. I don't know. I just feel like there's way more to it. And I find it funny that he put all that he put out that first tweet a couple days before the Bischoff and Heyman announcement was put out. Best wrestling in the world. And then that comes out. I don't you think it's ironic that it was scheduled like that? It was timed like that? I think that that's odd that it was timed like that. You know what I think it is? 
I feel like little Seth Lee. It's all sad because people are like, oh, the Seth and Becky relationship. Oh, that's disgusting. It's fucking gross. Any kind of romantic kissy shit, I don't like it. See, I would be okay with it if, if there's a, there's a caveat here. If they were still like, okay, we'll use, let's use another couple, for example. Um, Jimmy, or is it Jay? One of the Usos and Jimmy, Naomi. I think. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy and Naomi. They've had matches where she's come out with him. It is a known fact they're married. There's some interactions, but what is the one thing? Are they in every segment together? No. Is it brought up all the time? And they're not like, oh, good, let's hug like five million times in the ring. And let me come out and help save you whenever Lacey Evans smacks you in the face. It's just stupid. It should, and they're married, okay? Becky and Seth are not married. Becky and Seth could break up in a minute's notice. And then you got all this shit you've planned out. I hope Becky leaves him high and dry. Like the man's man and let me hold the rope for you, Seth. And, you know, like this, all this bullshit. And it's like they can break up in a moment. So I don't want to see no kissy shit, okay? I don't want to see it with anybody. I don't. I don't want to see it with Brandy Cody. I don't want to see it with, you know, Nikki and John Cena. I didn't want to see that. I don't want to see it with Lana and Rusev. Oh, hey, remember, Nikki and John Cena were engaged. Look how that turned out. Exactly. I don't want to see any of that kissy shit. The only romance I want to see on my wrestling is Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man. They're both dead. And that was a fucked up relationship that I can relate to. (laughs) But I don't want to see this kissy shit. But, and that was a real life fucked up relationship, but you know, I enjoyed that, but I don't want to see all this kissy bullshit. I don't want to see it. I feel like a relationship can be done right, but not in the WWE. I don't feel like it can be done right anywhere. I don't like seeing Brandy and Cody either. I don't like to see that either. It's just, it's just like her come out and like, oh, Cody's so wonderful and oh, blah, 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 blah. I don't like that shit either. This is going to sound really bad, but what the fuck else is she going to do? I don't know. Be a boss bitch over the division, the women's division? Put on a power suit and it's still sexy, but a power suit and get down to business? Okay. that that's, I like Brandy, but let's be real. Let's, Why can't she do that? She's smart enough to do that. No, I meant not the business side, but the taking over the women's division. That's the business side. I don't mean get out there and wrestle. Okay. Well, then, yeah. I mean the business I th- side. I thought you meant in the ring. No, like, God, no. No. I, I mean, like, like business, business-wise. I was going to say. in charge of it. You're going to die on that hill? Because, <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, be in charge of it. Be in charge of it and control of it. And that's her baby. That's her project. And she doesn't have to go out there in a spandex outfit every week and, you know, walk Cody the ring and, oh, my husband this and, oh, my husband that. And let me pull a trick to help him win and all that shit. Trying to do that. that? Lots of people. I don't like any of it. Yep. Don't like that shit either. Stephanie and Hunter cannot not be 
kissing for all I care. Their entrances together are badass at WrestleMania, but that's it. Honestly, I feel like, because here's the thing is like, people do not like that what's been happening with that. People do not like it. Um, in addition, though, I feel like, I mean, I get, yes, you can defend yourself. I get that. But coming out and just being like, oh, well, we got a better version of you. And no, nobody has outright attacked a single person. That's not true. Who? Who attacks they- Seth Rollins? I'm not talking about Seth Rollins specifically. Well, no, I'm just saying for Seth Rollins. Nobody's attacked him. People actually have a lot of respect for him. The company, I feel like you can attack him. But a wrestler, no. I feel like if you're going to come out and say, fuck the WWE, then yeah, say fuck the WWE. I, I see no problem with that because here's the thing. In a... In any business, you could be like a fucking hairdresser and you have another salon next door and there's people who are going to be walking down your street. Are you going to tell them that your hairdresser next door is great? No. No. You ain't going to tell them that. No, you don't make friends that way. No, there's no friends in business. And I feel like also the indies are calling Vince out on shit. They are. It's not necessarily, and nobody's sitting there saying, oh, yeah, Vince does everything right, and he's a fucking perfect angel, and we're just going to attack him. No. Like, going after a company with bad booking, which, by the way, we have done here. Their booking is atrocious. Mm -hmm. I agree. Going after a fucking Saudi Arabia deal. I feel like you could go after that. Nobody else is going to Saudi Arabia. Do you see New Japan going to Saudi Arabia? Well, Kenny went after the Saudi Arabia thing and then he deleted it. Well, yeah, because the WWE fan assholes. Not not the normal fans, but the fucking drank the Kool-Aid just like Seth fans. Uh, went in on him. And I said, no, I feel like that was... I wouldn't have deleted it. No. I'd be like, fuck you. Bye. And everybody's saying, like, oh, Seth had the right to do that because Mox went after the company. No, he didn't. Mox did not. He actually, in the beginning of his talk as Jericho and in the Fightful, the Fightful? The other podcast, I forgot the name of it. Wade Keller. Wade Keller. He actually said he was thankful for the opportunities that they gave him. Right. He did. He did. And then he said, this was my experience and what went wrong. Did he drag Vince? Yes. Did he have a reason to? Yes. So in my opinion, the Seth, the Seth and John thing, that's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. But here's the thing, though. We don't know what all happened. I still think Seth is one of the ones that didn't know where he was going because he said in that interview that he got text messages and messages from people. 
well, yeah. that, that, that were like, why didn't you tell me? Like, how come I didn't know? But would you tell him? No. I would. I would not. Because you're one of my best friends? Because you know what? Here's the thing. What, what are the two of them going to do? They're going to try to talk you out of it. No, I mean, once it was said and done. No, once it was said and done, I would have been like, yeah, but you know what? They try to talk you out of it. Also, they're going to fucking snitch. Vince I, don't think, I don't think Seth would have done that. You know, before all of this happened, I would say, yeah, I don't think Seth would. And now, I don't fucking know. He seems like he's uh, pretty deep in this Kool-Aid, so I'm sure Vince tried to probe him a little bit, he'd find out. So, no. I would not say a fucking word. There's, like, static really bad. Do you hear that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, quit when you quit talking. Huh. Yeah, when you talk just now, I could hear it. What about now? No, I can't hear it now. Oh, I had my phone right next to the microphone, so maybe it is. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't tell anybody. I'm I, like, sad to say it. Like, we don't know the extent of their friendship. Just because they were the shield on the screen doesn't mean dick. Yeah, but you've even seen John talk about like their friendship and but, like they have a good friendship. But my question is, what happened after he made this decision to leave? And also, this is another thing I was thinking is, what if, because he, they announced that shit on the assumption that he was coming back or that he was retiring, that he would not be going anywhere else, basically. I don't think he said that, did he? Yeah. The assumption was he was not going anywhere else. Well, I know he implied that he would probably come back. I knew that. Yeah. But the assumption was he was not going to go to another company. That was the assumption that was made by the WWE. Which is why he got the 67,000 goodbyes and um, a tribute where they paid him $500. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah. So... I think there's a lot of hurt feelings. Mm. I think that has something to do with it. On both sides, I think. Yeah. But it does not help matters to come out on a podcast and directly attack one person. That does not help anybody. Like... But he was directly asked about one person. Well, yeah. But here's the thing is, if I'm asked directly about one person who is considered my friend and they've, for instance, if this podcast ended tomorrow and Jen was like, I'm going to go start a podcast with whoever else, I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck her. I wouldn't. I'd be like, you know what? Good for her. Go do what you want. Because here's the thing is, in a friendship, wouldn't you want them to be happy and mentally fulfilled and, right. like, you want them to be okay and not be anxious and feel like you're going to fucking vomit before going to work every day? Right. 
But also, who's what? Well, it doesn't really matter. But who's to say he told anybody that? Which it doesn't really matter because it came out before Seth said what he said. Yeah. But. So Seth knew before he said what he said. He knew damn well every how he felt, how John felt. He knew. It wasn't like he went into it not knowing and was like, "Oh, I didn't know." No, he fucking knew. He there were well one two part podcast and talk is Jericho. Well, I was just thinking, you were saying that, that Dean didn't talk about anybody in particular. He did mention Roman and how if Roman wasn't his friend, that he would have been pissed off. He did mention that. But that wasn't necessarily a negative thing. I felt like it was. I felt like in a roundabout way, it was saying like he felt like Roman didn't, hadn't worked to get to where he needed to be to get that but here's the I thing like there are people that in a work environment because let me tell you the wwe is not an environment where you just go and sit with your friends all day like it's a job it's your work you have co-workers who you're friends with but you can tell you're like god they just suck at their job or god they don't deserve that promotion or right like you think that in your mind which you know what maybe he just at that point he was just spewing whatever because he felt free to say what he wanted to say and it came out but it wasn't like he said fuck roman he's terrible i don't care about say that i know but i'm like that's that's what i'm saying is it wasn't it wasn't like he was like our friendship's over Fuck him. Like, well, Seth didn't say that. Either. I know, but I'm just saying it wasn't outright negative. That was the worst thing he said. Saying, About, saying if he person. wasn't my friend, yeah, I would be pissed that he is where he's at, that he got what he has. How many other people feel that way in that locker room? Who's, but, but how many people feel like that Dean gave up and, and this Mox, whoever the fuck he is, gave up and left? How many, how many people feel that way? How many people want to join him? That may be true. But how many people feel that way? That he, quote unquote, took his ball and went home? Probably more than you think. Not the people who want to leave. Well, no. But people that had wanted, not that he was in a great position when he left, but he did have a level of, what's the right word? Pull. Pull. And people that are trying to get to that level were like, he had some pull. Like he well, they were probably they were probably fucking happy he was gone so they could try to step in that spot. But they would also be looking at it thinking, he had this, something that I want, he had this, and he just left. I'm just saying you have to look at it from both angles. Do I think it was really shitty of Seth to talk about his friend like that? Yeah. But we don't know what all happened. We don't know if John knew what he, that he was going to talk about it. We don't know... We don't know. Like I said, I have a feeling Seth didn't know what he was doing until the day after AEW. And then Seth was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why didn't you tell me? He's got to be one of those people that didn't know that John was talking about. He's got to be. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm just saying we don't know everything that goes on between all these people. Well, just know that Nikki has chosen her side. I know you have. And I have not. I have. Because, let's see, do I want to go with the devil I know or the devil who's fucked me over a million times? 
Seth hasn't fucked you over a million times. No, I meant the company has. Well, we're talking about Seth here. Yeah, and he's basically the company. I mean, he's drank the fucking Kool-Aid. Well, Vince is basically making him, now, making him, like, the face for everything. Like, Roman's kind of fell by the wayside. (laughs) You know, this is going to sound fucked up, but you know this is how Vince thinks. What if he's like, I don't want to put Roman in a top position in case the cancer comes back. That makes sense, though. Kind of a bullshit thing, though. If you're not one of those people that thinks it never happened in the first place, because those people are still out there. I, after it was explained what exactly it was, I think it happened. I do. I think they exaggerated majorly. With the whole, oh, he's got cancer, we're all gonna cry. No. It, it wasn't as serious as people were letting. I think, I don't know, because I didn't read that much about it, but I feel like there's different levels. And I feel like, I don't know. This is me purely speculating, because I know nothing about it. Maybe there were, like, low traces in his blood work. He, well, that is actually true. He has a form of leukemia. It's like a chronic leukemia so it can like in some people they said in the article like some people it can come back like every four years some people it can come back once or twice in their life like it like it'll come back and sometimes it's really bad like to the point where some people do die yes but a lot of times if you catch it they give you like the chemo drugs which is not the same kind of chemo people are thinking like the hair falling out, sitting in a hospital all the time, chemo, and it's like a pill. It, yeah, I'm actually on it. They treat arthritis with a form of chemotherapy drugs. Are you? What is that pill? Methyltrexate. Yeah. Which, by I the think way, into a lot of women that have had breast cancer, your yeah. hair does fall out, but it's not as. Uh, dramatic as they say plus you could take folic acid and like biotin and shit and keep your hair i have hair on my head obviously there's another one oh crap i work in a pharmacy i should know this it starts with a t it starts with a t and it's also for people that tamoxifen that's the other one yeah so that's how they treat that but I will tell you, when you're on methyltrexate, you feel kind of shitty. So I can, I can, and plus your immune system is super low. Yes. So I can get why he stepped away. I get that. Which, once it was explained exactly what it was, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, it would make sense that he could still, like, go do stuff and not be, like, I'm in this bed with no hair dying. Like, I get that. Like, I, like, once that was explained exactly what he had and, like, this happens and, you know, sometimes it can be really bad if you don't catch it, which, thankfully, they give, like, when they do, like, a wellness test, they do, like, blood work, which is what caught it. So, thankfully, like, they caught it super early and he was able to treat it that's why it was gone in four months so 
But the point of that story is there's yeah. people that still think that was bullshit. Yeah. Which, as you all know, we we aren't the biggest fans of Roman Reigns. We are of Joe, not of Roman Reigns. And uh, we I kind of don't mind Roman at this point. I do. Because he's not being pushed as bad. Anybody's well, better than Shane McMahon. I, you know how I love Shane McMahon. Yeah. That's Anything's terrible. better than that's that's really bad. I'm sorry. And it's getting to the point of like Lacey Evans, Seth Rollins. Hold out to the end of July. Hold out to the end of July. Start the prayer circle that something changes. We'll see. I'm just ready for September. I think Heyman writing for the uh, women will be interesting. I have a theory on it. You don't think it's going to be good, though. I feel like it's a fuck. It's a glorified title. Ain't going to do shit. All of it. Heyman and Bischoff. It's a glorified title. I don't think so. I think they're going to write. Did you see that interview that Bischoff did before? before this when he was talking about how like that he hated the brand split and that he thought it didn't make any sense and he was like you have to keep them separate yeah you know, he was like you have to have everything's too polished in this in that company he was like you're making a face he's like everything's too polished in this company like things need to look more uh raw that's why it's called raw things need to look more raw and you need to have a separation and one show needs to be grittier than the other one like, everything he said made sense. And if him and Heyman are allowed to do what they want to do, you don't think they will be. But if they are allowed to do what they want to do, here's my thing. They have been backed into a corner by Fox, right? Fox called a meeting with them. And then, like, a day or two later, they announced, oh, they hired Heyman and Bischoff. They were about to lose that deal because of how bad their ratings were. Not even. And Vince apparently was the one to call in Heyman and Bischoff and ask them about it and try to get them to do it. So what killed TNA? Go on. Cause you're going to disagree with everything I just said. Go on. Heyman and it was Bischoff that killed TNA cause he brought mm-hmm. in Hogan. What killed WCW? Bischoff he brought in Hogan. What's to say he doesn't do this? Well, hopefully they're smart enough to know not to bring in Hogan. Also, yeah, you have two people there. You have more of a fucking brain than Vince McMahon. But ultimately... Or Road Dog. See, I... Part of me wonders if Road, Road Dog might have walked out. He might have. And because, then who's the other one that writes? Michael Hayes? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, but here's the thing is, I think Road Dog got blamed for a lot. Road Dog's been praying to Jesus a lot all over Twitter. Have you like, noticed that? He walked out. <laughs> but uh, he does that every day, though. He's done that for years. I know. Every day. I'm like, bro. <laughs> okay. So, um, I, I, my theory is I think he walked out. Because who's ultimately in charge? Who gets the say over everything? Who rewrites the shows the same day? Hmm. Vince McMahon. Yeah. And um, 
who's okaying all this shit that's on TV right now and the ratings are going even lower and lower and lower. Vince McMahon. Triple H has stepped away from main roster for a while. Wonder why. He wouldn't be a part of it. <laughs> nope. He's, going, he's just going to do NXT from now on. So, uh, yeah. Color me as I'll believe it when I see it. Because ultimately, the problem is still there. We shall see. The problem is not anybody else but one person. And the show is written for one person. Vince. Vince. Why do you think the mean audience, the average audience age for the WWE right now is 54 years old? That's not their, that's not even in their key demographic. Yeah, that's kind of strange. They push, they push the kids out and they push the young adults out. Now all that's left are the people who started watching wrestling 30 years ago who will sit there and hate the product but still watch because they've been programmed to watch. So what do you do? Also, AEW. The rumored date is one day after SmackDown moves to Fox. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Also, you got contracts coming up in September. Huh. SmackDown, October. AEW, October. And if contracts expire, there is not a 90-day clause. So, of the people, and there's a bunch of contracts that come up in September, um, they could go Let and you. debut on AEW TV. His contracts. The ones that I know for sure, Gallows and Anderson and Shinsuke Nakamura. I think Shinsuke go back to Japan. Well, I'm just saying. The timing. Right. The, among other people. It's not just them. There's other people too. There's people whose contracts expire next month. So what do you do? Because the second that contract expires, they can take indie dates. Not only that, how many AEW events do you have between now and October? You have two more. Mm -hmm. One of them is a very big show. They're going to want to make a splash. What do you do? And your problem, control. your problem is Vince. And Vince ain't going away anytime soon. Unfortunately. And honestly, with what Fox wants these numbers to be, you're going to have to do something big. And what's happening right now ain't doing it. So. So we'll see. And they have a, the stock market is taking notice now too. So the money is starting to take notice of AEW. So Vince, what do you do? 
And mind you, the people whose contracts are expiring are not taking the money deals, which they're getting paid double. So if your contract was $300,000 a year, you're getting paid $600,000 a year, and they're walking away. I'd pay, I'd take $600,000 a year to be like Mojo and sit in the back. I think that's what he ended up doing. I don't blame him. Good for him. I would. Free try. He's single. Free travel. Hose in different area codes. Just have a good time. Good for him. 600 grand a year. Girl. And you know what? Here's the thing. He's not even at live events very much anyway, so. Just sits at home, does nothing sometimes. But anyway. We're kind of getting to dire territory, I think. Which, in my opinion, is why they sent Seth Rollins out to be like, we're the greatest in the world! No, you ain't. You're not. And, by the way, Seth Rollins, if you ever hear this, um, yes, John did take his ball and went home. He went to AW and had a match against Joey Janela. While you, sir, are going to have a match with your girlfriend against Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Don't run down Baron Corbin. I'm not running down Baron Corbin. I'm just saying, look in the mirror, Seth. Do you really think you're the best fucking wrestling in the world? Because you're not. NXT is. You are not. You're not even in the top five. Not even in the conversation. So see your, see your ass out, okay? Hey, Seth Rollins, see your ass out. You, how about you and Becky go get some fucking vegan food somewhere and shut up? Oh, I forgot about her being a vegan. Go do he some cross-steak, doesn't he? Huh? I think he likes his steak, doesn't he? Oh, he probably went vegan for steak. Becky. Hmm. I just am not a fan of that. It's just too much. Do you could tell crossing. that they wanted to kiss oh. each other like really bad at the end of that pay-per-view and they were just like kept hugging. I'm just like, oh my God. You know what everybody was Busting. saying? They look they look more like best friends instead of They kinda did. They're but, like, like it was just Yeah, gross. buddy. Yeah. I'm like, that's disgusting. Like honestly, if I were some wrestler's manager. And we were in a relationship. And that was being used as a storyline. I'd fucking plant one on them. There's like no, sorry to say it, no chemistry. They're like buddies. Oh, they already moved in together, by the way. Really? Yeah. They're... Hmm. Yeah. That was... well, I wonder how long it's really been going on then. I don't know. I don't know. I'm staying out of it. it. Anyway. Enough about that. Shit show. I'm just saying. Well, I, since I watch sometimes, I will keep you updated on if it gets any better. But they're saying that they're, they're only having their meetings and stuff. Like they're both going to be on Raw and SmackDown this week, but so they they're not oh, they're gonna I'm even have their about that. That mm-hmm. was a botch, actually. Oh, they're not gonna be on there. Well, they weren't supposed to be. 
And oh, then now they are. Some idiot sent the email out, and now they might have to be. Huh. Yeah. Well, supposedly their talent meetings and stuff don't happen until later on in the month. And then actually it's supposed to start toward the end of the month or the beginning of August. Their, their takeover of it, supposedly. They're cutting it real close, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. No, you're not. But I'm excited to see if it changes. It may not change at all. It may still be it the same shit. It may get shit. worse. We may get a Lacey Evans on a forklift match. God, I hope that Heyman realizes she ain't worth a shit. Okay. If he truly is in charge, I really hope he realizes that. Until Here's the thing, though. If Heyman is running Raw, and they want Brock on SmackDown on Fox, because they want that big name on Fox, how's that going to work? If Brock shows up. If he shows up. But... How's that going to work? I don't know. I don't watch. You're supposed to analyze things. We're here to analyze things. Analyze things. He'll pull double duty. Because Brock ain't going to show up every week. He's not. Well, no. It's fucking Brock. You really think he's going to show up. You know what I was thinking, though? If for some reason they... Is Rousey completely out of the picture at this point? Is she she's done? She's trying to get knocked up. So she's done. They had a video of her with her fucking goats doing a Well, w- they always had videos of her with her goats. No, they had it to introduce her match of the week because, you know, she's fucking relevant still. Because no, my thought was if they, for some reason, end up put, keeping Brock on Raw, they would have to have a – Fox would have to have a big name, and the name they could find would be Rousey. You know who I'm thinking is gonna be? Hmm. Matt Riddle. Riddle's Riddle's name came up too, which I'd be totally fine with that. But Rousey's the only other name I could think of that's more like that's she's, mainstream. Hey, hey, she's trying to have a baby. Good. I hope she does. I don't want her back on TV. I hope she has a few of them. Cut, pop them out like Pez, Rhonda. Just don't come back. Just don't. Uh, yeah. Also, can we talk about the Miz and Maurice's uh, maternity photo shoot? So cute. Sure. Or gaudy, but okay. I thought it was cute. It was cl- it was corny, but it was cute. I was like, oh, we're doing that. You couldn't have just had the dress and the kid and no, we got to put on these giant ass angel wings. Like Victoria's Secret. People on Reddit are snarking on it. Not even in wrestling forums. It's great. I think it's cute. It's uh, it's real dramatic. It's very dramatic. Mm, can't relate. Can't relate. Um... WWE was in Japan this weekend. Guess who they trotted out, guys? Just take a guess. Everybody that used to be in Japan. Yeah. And they had Triple H acting like he cared about Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, they had the club out there because, you know, we're going to pretend like we like Gallows and Anderson. And I know they have been on TV, but they've been making them look stupid. Um... Honestly, I feel like this is the goodbye storyline. I really do. Because you see AJ sitting there going, 
I watch this on YouTube because, you know, I only watch the people I fucking care about. And they're hardly ever on TV, so there you go. Uh, anybody seen Finn Balor lately? No. He's getting married. Yeah. Well, that... Now, there's a lot of people getting married and they're still on TV. So, a lot of people who have kids and they're still on TV. So, uh, anyway, uh, I feel like they're trying to make it so there's not any more speculation of, like, is AJ gonna go somewhere? So, they're gonna break them up. And make them look like idiots on the way out. Because AJ is... And because AJ is too good for them. And I don't mean this about Uncle Alan. I'm talking about this is the WWE's opinion of them. I'm right. Where have they been? They're fucking doing a conga line. That's what they're doing. Do you see Supposedly, the though, supposedly, though, uh, Shinsuke and um, Seth had a really good match. Guess what? I you don't care. I didn't. I didn't see it, see it either. Whoa. That's nice. Glad I saw it somewhere. Mm-hmm. You notice they're putting all the je- the people whose contracts coming up who were in Japan. They're all putting them in programs right now to try to give them hope. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. They're, you know, WWE is fairly transparent when they want to be. Fairly transparent. Well, they're pretty obvious in their choices. Yeah. Very obvious. Uh, also, oh, another contract coming up soon. Rusev. I think he might go. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Let's call it the trolling. Let's be honest, though. There's been a lot of trolling going on. There has been. But some people, yeah, kind of know. Oh, and then the uh, Mike Canellis bullshit. Are we going to talk about that? Mm. Something else happened? Are you just talking about how Oh, yeah. Something else happened. Apparently, uh, he walked out. Really? Apparently. After he resigned. After signing for five years hmm i mean i guess that's smart (laughs) just gonna sit that contract out for five years Hmm. if it's true if he actually did sign could be a fucking work and they could be gone who knows interesting i didn't hear that yeah i guess on 205 live he's like tell him i quit and then he like left so that's not a storyline but like on twitter he's acting like i quit well a lot of people are doing that now though keeping their character on twitter i know that's why part of me is like i think it's a work but then again i'm like it was rumored they signed the contract though i thought they came out and said they did wwe did not Hmm. so really could we have gotten worked by the re-signing Maybe. I don't know. I still think there's some bullshit there. Still thinking. 
I don't know, but everybody's trolling. They're trolling. I still, I, I know you don't believe it, but I still think Gallows and Anderson will resign. If they do, I'm going to be very disappointed. And the reason I think you know they'll what I'm resign. Gonna do? You know what I'm going to do that same day? I'm going to take a picture of my WrestleMania program and be like, so question, when you signed the contract, uh, what name did you put on the line? Because they don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> that, uh, oh, wait. Who are you today? Interesting. Is it still legal? Did you sign yeah, under the right name? Legal? Is it legal if Carl signs Luke and Luke signs Carl? Question. Is it? Or you know what? Who are you today? Who do you want to be today? You just got to, you know what? You know what I'm going to be? Not watching this. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just saying. If so I, I so okay. Let's just say that whatever this happens, the Haman Bischoff, whatever thing happens, and things get better in, in two months, whatever, ever how long, things start to get better. Would you watch just to see it for yourself? Proved that it's getting better for the long term, not like right. So you would have to watch. Months. No, I cannot watch and know if it's getting better or not. How? Based on somebody YouTube. else's opinion? YouTube. Oh, that's still watching. I, I mean, pick- actually putting your eyes on the product and watching. I can pick and choose exactly what I want to do. And guess what? If there's nothing on YouTube, I'm like, yeah, still fucking sucks, I see. You're such a negative Nancy. I am. But am I wrong? If it doesn't if, improve, if, why am I going to watch? But I'm saying, how are you going to know it's going to improve if you only watch certain parts of it? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to watch it, no. Well, then how are you going to know? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to tell if it improves or not. Pretty if you're not watching it, how? By people's reactions on no. Twitter? No. There, people have results all the time. And guess what? Me, living on the West Coast, I have the luxury of spoilers. Oh, she got cheat. Yeah. Why, why, why waste my fucking time? Well, somebody's opinion, though, like, they may well, say... But spoilers are an opinion. Some of them are. Not... Listen. Again... You can read what happened. You can read, this person beat this person. Yeah. And that may strike you one way. And then if you watched it, you might completely think something different. No. I'm still not going to watch it. Oh, God. Still not. Prove me wrong, Vince. How are you going to be proved wrong if you don't watch it? It's simple. I just told you. YouTube (laughs) and spoilers. If the spoiler says, uh, I don't know, Shinsuke beats Seth for whatever title or just beats him it goes into detail you know okay well whatever they do give you detail if it sounds good you will watch it depends on if it's the whole show that's good If it's one segment i can watch one segment on youtube but if it's like two out of the three hours is good i could get on my dvr and watch that okay i will not watch live I will not Ever. go out of my way to Ever. Until things are very good consistently. No, I will not watch. 
But if they get very good consistently, you'll watch. Yeah, but it has to be consistently. I'm not – because here's the thing is I feel like right up to the lead-up to this Fox deal, they're going to try to pull out all the stops. But here's – okay. But we agree that last night's AEW was not that great no. consistently throughout the show. But here's the thing. I enjoy the storylines. They're storylines. There is – storylines that i can watch guess what mm-hmm. i can watch being the elite and be more entertained and but that's not watching hours okay i don't have a show to watch yet when i have a show i can watch that show and guess what here's the difference yeah it hasn't started yet but as of right now i will go out of my way to watch that i go out of my way to watch mlw do i i don't have mlw on my tv i have to go find that same with Ring of Honor. If I want to go watch Ring of Honor, I have to go out of my way to do that because right. it's not on my TV. Right. New Japan, I really got to go out of my way to do that. And guess what? I watch it every night. So if I go out of my way to watch it, you got me. But for WWE, I have not gone out of my way to watch it. Oh, I know. In a long time. I know. I haven't changed my plans. Been like, if somebody said, hey, Monday night we're going to do this, I haven't been like, oh, I can't. No. I've been like, yeah, I'll watch it later. <laughs> you would cancel plans to watch other stuff, though? Uh, the G1, yes. But I won't have to worry about that because it's on at 2 o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, if if there's somebody calling me saying, hey, at 2 o'clock in the morning, let's go here, I'd be like, bitch, I'm old. Let's say G1 comes on at 5 in the afternoon. I would. You would not go out. No. Because I'm interested. I'm drawn in. You could watch it later. I'm interested. I'm drawn in. I would I would watch it. So someone calls you asks you out on a date. Someone you like. So I'm giving you a hypothetical here. Someone that you like. It depends on who it is and how hot they are. Someone you like and are attracted to asks you out on a date in the middle of the G1, which is on in the, in the evening. My AEW. It's on the, in the first evening. thing I'd say is, do you know the G1 is on? No, you wouldn't. If it was somebody you really liked, no, you wouldn't. If it was somebody I really liked, they would know the G1 is on. Not if it's your first date. If I knew them, they would know. Oh, God. This is like beating a dead horse. It is. Mind you, the guy I'm dating would have to like wrestling. Well, yeah, but you can't be glued to wrestling 24-7. 24-7? I have outside interest. There you go. And actually, actually, if you think about it, I am watching less wrestling. You are, but... I'm watching less, guys. Think about that. Think about them apples. What are we going to do? Huh? Can't do anything. But yes, the G1, that is something I will go out of my way to watch. Raw? Not so much. Also, um, can we, let's just say this. You want to know how I improve things? Hmm. <laughs> First rule, take Shane off the goddamn TV. Well, yeah, everybody's saying that. 
I don't watch and I hate Shane McMahon right now. And I like Shane McMahon. I love Shane McMahon. I just don't like him on TV. Yeah. Two. Two. In the fucking wild card rule. Because That's what Bischoff wants to do. And here's the thing. I like the brand split. The brand split needs to stay. The wild card rule does not. That's what I meant to say earlier. Yes. Yeah. He said that he, the split, but he wanted it to be split. That's what I meant to say. Because if you put the two shows together, you have even less time for talent. And with the way they book people, you're not going to see anybody. Also, but there's a three-hour Raw, and you only have 26 minutes of actual wrestling in three hours, we have a problem. Because if Vince, I mean, Vince wants to sugarcoat it all he wants, you are a pro wrestling show. Well, you heard how another they're not going to wrestle during commercials anymore. Yeah, and that, that is the... That's confusing um, to me. <laughs> this is how they're going to do it. Because I, now guys, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown, but I do listen to the business side of shit. Because it's something I enjoy. They want, that's why there's been two out of three falls matches. A lot more. Because Vince's theory is you have the first fall, and then after that first fall, they go to commercial. But guess what they're doing during the commercial? Talking. Not wrestling. They're just well, like no. in, in separate corners, just standing there. Usually someone does some kind of a promo, though, when you're actually there. But now it. that's not happening because they're not wrestling during commercials. So now the lights go down. They play. Oh, the, the wrestling just stops. Yeah, it stops. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, thank you. And then, you know when the commercial's about to end, because guess what happens? They go into a rest hold. And there you go. That's dumb. Yes. Now, you know what this tells you, right? Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this tells you that WWE has reached the point where the advertisers mean more than you. They're booking their commercials over your entertainment. Because Vince ain't booking matches, that's for damn sure. He's, no. he's booking those goddamn commercial breaks so he could get more money. Am I right? I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Don't ask me. Anyway, um, you know how I would do this though? Because I feel like they do way, like, the show just doesn't make sense sometimes. Hmm. Doesn't. Like, and guys, I love Baron Corbin. Don't get me wrong, but we're going to use Baron as the sacrificial lamb. The sacrificial lamb, because that's basically what he is. Um, so in the 26 minutes of wrestling, how many matches do you think that is? And this is not New Japan, so. Two. 
Oh, no, wait. It should be more than that. Five. Yeah, it's 26 minutes out of three hours. So five. Five to six. Sounds right. Five to six in 26 minutes. Hold on. Let me, let me grab my little thing here. 26 minutes divided by, we'll say six matches. That is with entrances, with entrances, 4.33 minutes per match. Sounds if we right. equally divided 26 minutes between the six matches. Okay. So that's four minutes. You're going to make it a two out of three falls match. So that's going to take one match away. That means you have five. That means that four, two out of three falls match is going to be roughly nine minutes. It's four and 4.33 plus 4.33. That's roughly nine minutes. Plus you have to factor in entrances. So everybody's entrance is about 45 to 60 seconds. So depending on how many people you have in the match, that's. Uh, well, entrances could be done during commercial though. Yeah, they do for some, but some of them they don't. So some people's entrances are longer. Alistair Black, Ricochet. Some people's are shorter. Some people they do it during the commercial. So that time factors in. Now, when you have Baron Corbin in a match for, we'll say nine minutes, he's in one of the two out of three falls match. Nine minutes. Then in hour two, you have him in a promo. Promos take five minutes backstage, about five minutes. Then he's in the opening promo of the show. How long is that opening promo? 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. The, so, whole, the whole beginning before it goes to commercial. Yeah, the whole inner monologue at the beginning of the show where it opens up and then Baron Corbin comes out. And then, so with his entrance, which is a banger, that song. So we'll say his entrance is 60 seconds. So that's one minute. Plus the 15-minute promo. Plus the nine-minute match. Plus the five minutes. That is half an hour of Baron Corbin. Woohoo. Jen's happy. Mm-hmm. Is, Vince is happy. Vince is happy because according to Vince, he's a heartthrob, that Baron Corbin. Which he I is. said which I said, um, I like Baron. I think he's attractive. It wouldn't go as far as a heartthrob, but okay. I would. He makes things throb with me. That was my first thought, Jen. <laughs> anyway, that is 30 minutes of Baron Corbin in a three hour show. Not counting commercials. Commercials, it's another 40 minutes. So that's two hours. So 90 minutes minus 40 minutes of commercials. That's 50 minutes. Out of that 50 minutes, you got 30 minutes of Baron Corbin. I see no problem with this algorithm. Now, now, out of that 20 minutes, book the rest of the show. Go. 20 minutes? 20 minutes. And yeah. you have a roster that is 250 superstars deep. I'm still thinking we have that long for Baron Corbin. I'm good. Oh, mind you, mind you, you got to factor in the fact that wrestling, wrestling is you still have 16 minutes. So that is four minutes to develop characters for 250 people. Not an easy task. 
So what you're saying is they should create a, a Being the Elite series style but thing. But what I'm saying is... Because you're saying there's, because there's not a lot of character development there either. It all happens online. So maybe that's what they should start doing. What I'm saying is, do we really need 30 minutes of Shane McMahon or Baron Corbin or Lacey Evans or Becky no. Lynch or Seth Rollins in one episode? No. Because that not. leaves you with four minutes. The numbers don't lie, guys. I'm just saying. You have four minutes to book it. Go. <laughs> oh, and mind you, Vince is going to strike down every idea you have. Like, every idea. If you're like, you know, in that four minutes, I'm going to build AJ Styles. Guess what? It's not AJ's day. It's not AJ's day. AJ didn't come up on the dartboard. Next. So. Crazy when you look at the numbers, huh? Mm -hmm. Four minutes. Oh, and SmackDown's less. Well, yeah, because it's less time. Plus, they have more wrestling. But only by three minutes. So, <laughs> there you go. Ah, oh, one hour ago, Sammy Callahan tweeted, this has been years coming. How about John Moxley and myself finally see who the better Switchblade finally is? Sir, sir, um, Switchblade? Mm-hmm. Sorry, when I hear Switchblade, my mind only goes one place. According to a source in WWE, the company offered Sasha Banks a multi-year seven-figure deal this weekend. Will she take it? I don't know. Mm. But you know what the best part of this whole uh, Will Ospreay, Seth Rollins thing is? Hmm. The shirt? No. Joey Janela chimed in and said, since everybody's talking about numbers, oh, I've, yeah. I've slept with more girls than Ospreay and Rollins combined. There you have it. I remember that. That was funny. Leave it to Joey Janela to make it happy. Anyway, um, also, big news in traitors, because there's lots of traitors out there. Uh, Robbie Eagles betrayed the Bullet Club. He did in Australia. Little punk-ass bitch. He joined Chaos. Mm. And Okada was very excited. <laughs> Okada was the one-man hide man. Like, he was... Having a good old time. Sir, how dare you? You know what? Just for that, I'm going to go to my picture that I got at the block party and cross you out. No, don't do that. It's digital, so I'll save the original. Asshole. It's a little prick. You know what? You know what? I'll Photoshop uh, ELP on there. Because you know what? He's in the Bullet Club. And you ain't. No, you left for chaos, which that's just a second-rate Bullet Club at that point. Um, even though they got Okada. And that's like I the was only... really excited. That's the only thing they got going for him is Okada. Well, that's kind of all you need. You know what, Jen? Hey, there has to be a faction to go against Bullet Club. I'm sorry. Well, Bullet Club ain't doing shit lately, so... 
son of a bitch. The only thing they're doing is planning the beach party. Hmm. Yeah, and they're having people vote. Florida, California, or the Carolinas. See, I I put in the comments that I wanted. I had two answers. Uh, We want Florida. Well, yeah, but if it's California, that's not that bad. We want Florida. Well, yeah, we want Florida. I mean, that's my first choice, and that's what I voted for in the poll. But in my comment, I said California, too, because California is only five hours away. Florida will be better. The week of mania, it'll be great. Well, yeah, if it's the week of mania, yes. But if it's not the week of mania, then, um, yeah, sir. It'll be the week of mania. Better be. And if that's the case, I need to start losing some weight. You and me both. How am I going to look in a bikini? I'm not walking around in a bikini in front of JY looking like shit. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to want to take me home. I know he's not, but I, I will know. Can we at least just get another stern talking to? In a bikini? That'd be kind of (laughs) hot. You see where my mind went there, huh? I was like, huh. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Be like, oh no, is my bikini too revealing? (laughs) And he put some more sunscreen on me just this once. Okay. Okay. Do you need a chair? Here, you sit in the chair, and I'll sit on your lap, and you can put the sunscreen on my back. It's and perfect. then she will die a happy woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, this next party, Jen and I are just going to be, like, in our element. Even more than the last one. No? Mm-hmm. Yes? Yeah. We will. Probably because we won't be going to WrestleMania afterwards because, you know. You I don't, don't know. Because I don't want to be watching Shane McMahon versus Baron You Corbin. don't know what could happen. Shane McMahon versus Baron Corbin for the Universal Championship. You don't know. Give it time. Give it time. Time ain't on my side. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, you do. You know what? I'm going to punch you in the freaking thigh. Anyway, guys, uh, G1 starts on the 6th. Sorry, I was yawning. I apologize. G1? It does. Yeah. The press conference is on the 6th or the actual G1? No, uh, G1 in Dallas is on the 6th. Oh. Huh. Which is uh, next weekend. Next Saturday. There you go. Get up at Which, 2 a.m. Well, no, it's in America. So it's oh, 7 yeah, p.m. Which, uh, by the way, I don't have the channel it's on, so I have to wait for it to go on demand. What channel is it on? It's on Access TV. Oh, I have that. And I don't. So, I will be watching it. After the fact. On New Japan World. Which is stupid. Why not have it at the same time, right? You would think, yeah. You would think. Live. Yeah. Nope. Nikki's gotta wait. Oh, well. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be good. 
and I'll just be sitting there going, <sighs> no mocks on there, guys. So don't be thinking you're getting mocks. But it is the first time on U.S. soil that we are getting Okada versus Tana with the good hair. <laughs> you know, I was watching this retrospective on Tana with the good hair. And Tana with the good hair once did not have good hair. Really? Yeah. I was like, huh. I'm so used to the flippy good hair with the highlights. What the fuck? That is odd. He's got highlights, guys. Part of me wonders if it's one of those QVC hair pieces that, like, clip in. Like, it's not really his hair. <laughs> Go with me on that one, guys. I mean, come on. Look at it. It's just good hair. Appreciate. Don't hate. Appreciate. I need to know what product he uses. <laughs> because this hair is frizzy. Well, mine is too, but he probably is not in the humidity like us. Mm, I don't know. I've never been to Japan. Well, I mean, it is by on the ocean, but I mean, it's surrounded by water. So maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's more humid. Maybe. Then what? I'd die. I'd have a poof ball. I just want to go to Japan. Um. So should we give our predictions for... The G1 next weekend. Sure. I don't know who's facing who, but give it to well, me and I will predict. Well, guess what? I'm about to tell you. All right. Yeah. Let me pull it up. Oh, no. This is the Japanese site. This is... Nikki does not know Japanese. You know, I would like to learn Japanese. <laughs> I would. Out of all the languages, that's what you want to learn. Well, I feel like... I feel like it would be helpful. Spanish, that's what would be helpful. I feel like it would be helpful for what I am enjoying. Oh, the tickets weren't that bad priced either. Ooh. Match lineup. Here we go. Too bad it's like 15 hours away. Right? Mm -hmm. All right. Match number one is a tag match. It is Yo and Show versus Tamatonga and Tongaloa. Not for the titles. So, uh, GOD. Yes. All right. Oh, that's going to. This third match. Uh, second match, Shota and Ishii versus Narita and Cobb. I'm going to go Jeff Cobb. Yep, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> match number three, Jen. Yoshihashi and Goto versus Jay White and Chase Owens. Oh, God. <laughs> Chase will fuck it up. Oh, I was going to choose him. Chase will fuck it up. Either that or he'll make Jay really proud. I'm going to go Jay White and Chase Owens. Why? Because I'm going to be an optimist for this one one thing. All right, fine. I, I, I'm not telling you what to choose. The only time I told you what to choose was Michael Nakazawa, and we both got that right. 
Okay, I think I think I think the Chase will fuck it up, so we're gonna go that. Sorry, Chase. <laughs> Next match, Liger, which no, this wouldn't be his final appearance in America, I don't think. Liger, Juice, and Yano versus Bushi, Shingo, and Naito. I'm gonna go Bushi, Naito. Shingo, and Naito. Yep. Because I am not a fan of Juice. All right, now we get to the tournament matches. Will Ospreay versus Lance Archer. I'm going to go Will. All right. Sixth match, Evil versus Bad Luck Ballet. Evil. Evil. God, this is easy. (laughs) Seventh match, Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go Sonata. I'm going to say Sabre. Ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna live on the edge. Uh, next match. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Kota Bushi versus Kenta, formerly known as Hideo Itami. Kenta. I'm gonna go Kota. Are you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> and finally, Okada versus Tata with the good hair. Oh, um, oh. Tata. I'm gonna go Okada. I might I might live to regret this, but I'm gonna go Okada. Tana, I hope your good hair helps you. Part of me wonders, like, what if they throw us all off at who's gonna win the G1? Because everybody's saying Moxley or Coda or Kinta or, or Jay. Jay. What if they throw us off? What if it's like Naito? I'd be okay with that. If it's Okada. I think Okada would be kind of a cop-out. I know, but, you know, you never know. I mean, Okada is pretty proven, so I don't know if that'd be, like, what they would think. I don't know. I'm just throwing out names here. What if it's Kenta? I'd like that. I know. That's not a name I've seen thrown around. Now, I know who it's not going to be. And I feel really bad for him, but it's not going to be bad luck fully. No. No. But you know what? I hope he gets a few wins here and there. I still think they should have put Chase in instead, but uh, what do I Yeah, I don't get why Chase isn't in there. That was a missed opportunity. All I think of now when I think about Chase is, is Jay screaming, Chase! <laughs> Chase, come talk to the people! <laughs> or like when he got hit in the nuts. <laughs> and Yujiro was sitting next to him. He's like, I got hit in the nuts! And Yujiro's like, Me too! <laughs> and then Jay's like, isn't Peter looking great? Peter, turn around. He's like, and Chase is like, yeah, look at that ass. <laughs> and then when Jay's talking to the camera and Chase is in the other room and he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and Jay walks over. He's like, I'm talking to the people. <laughs> now that's a comedy act I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's like real life. It is. God, that is always going to get me when he's like, I got hit in the nuts. Me too. No, you didn't. Like, hmm. I 
love them. Like, how could you not love them? I mean, you got Jay, who's like our knife play emo kid. You got Chase, who says he's never played cornhole before, but we all know that's a lie. It's gotta be. You got Yudro. Yudro is hilarious. Bad Luck Fallet is like the older brother type. ELP is just crazy. I mean, it's, it's a fun time. The fun time. I want to be in this fun time. But no, guess chaos is where it's at. That's none of my business, though. Anyway, Jen, I think we've reached the end of our little adventure. I think we have. We really didn't talk about anything uh, personal. No, we didn't. There's just too much shit that's been going on. We stayed on topic, of course. Well, there's just too much shit going on. Next week there won't be as much shit going on true other than g1 which should be good i mean if it isn't which all hope is lost which i'm so confused if it isn't like i'm if it's not then what the fuck's happening with life but then all hope is lost mm-hmm. basically yeah. and we got fighter fest in like two weeks or no, not Fighter Fest. Fighter for the Fallen. Whatever it's called. A lot going on. I know. We're very busy. <laughs> We're very busy. We're making stories. Making towns. Kind of. It's the worst town I've ever been in lately. This is the worst town I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Wrestletown right now. It's the the status of Wrestletown is not good. I you know I beg to differ. Yeah, I know. Only because the G one's starting. Oh, and Moxley and Moxley. Hmm. He's like single handedly like Wrestletown is like on fire, and he's like the fire department. So he's like. Ooh, saving town or he's standing in the middle with the gasoline can and the lighter and then one of the two at that point i just be like i'm okay with it i'm all right with this burn it down (laughs) burn it down because that other guy don't (laughs) oh god i just almost said something really bad good should i say it what burn it down with a small dick he does have a small dick. He does. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but he doesn't look like he knows how to use it either. No. no. Ask Becky. Mm. She probably... Okay, I almost said something bad, too. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking <laughs> it. I was thinking it. You know, she's probably... Took matters into her own hands. Yeah. Yeah. He I can see like it. the type who would just lay there and want her to do all the work. Can't relate. Something like that. Ugh. Ugh. I think I was going to take it farther than you were. (laughs) Well, no, no, I was thinking that too, but I was just saying the uh, more appropriate version of what I was thinking. Hmm. Okay. For once, I'm appropriate. Hmm. But really, that was my thought too. I was like, she took it into her own hands. 
Yep. Oh, she did. And you know what? Good for her if she did. Good for her for being a top. Yeah. We stand power tops here. Because <laughs> we both ain't. No. 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 Not at all. Can't relate. Mm. Not at all. Anyway, this got off topic. Not till the very end, though. That's good. And I feel like it's still slightly on topic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, we're going to go. We're tired. It's the week of the start of the G1. I have to mentally prepare for this because the G1 is at 2 o'clock in the morning and it's almost every day. So, yeah, I'll be watching it the next day or yeah. something. I'm going to be missing some of them, I have a feeling. But you know what? Sleep. Sleep is a good thing. It's important. It is. It's almost three here, so. Mm. This is the latest I've stayed up all week. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, with that, we will bid you adieu. Bye. Bye.